This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Presented by the American Cancer Society, where we're attacking cancer from every angle. Short on time this holiday season, give the gift of hope by asking your Alexa device to donate to the American Cancer Society to help fund research, education, patient support, and more. Max-Q launches from SpaceX, Boeing, and the ESA by Daryl Etherington. Typically, the holiday season is a slow one in the tech industry. But space tech is different, and this past week saw a flurry of activity, including one of the most important rocket launches of the year. Just about every significant new space company got in on the action during the past seven days, either with actual spacecraft launches or with big announcements. And everything that went down sets up 2020 to be even crazier. Boeing's big year-end mission doesn't go as planned. Boeing managed to get a crucial test launch in for its commercial crew program, which is NASA's effort to get U.S. astronauts launching from U.S. soil once again. Boeing launched its Orbital Flight Test, or OFT, on Friday, and the actual rocket launch part of the flight went exactly as intended. Unfortunately, what came next didn't match up with what was supposed to happen. The Starliner spacecraft, which wasn't actually carrying anyone for this test, ran into an error with its onboard mission clock that led to it expending more fuel more quickly than it should have, leaving it with not enough fuel to make its planned rendezvous with the ISS. But at least it stuck the landing. The Starliner capsule didn't dock with the space station, but it still completed a number of key objectives, like demonstrating that its docking arm extended properly. Maybe most importantly, it also landed back on Earth on time and on target, per the revised mission plan that Boeing and NASA hammered out once they determined they couldn't reach the station as planned. In space, as in startups, even failures are successes of a kind. SpaceX launches Falcon 9 but misses the fairing catch. SpaceX's latest launch took place on Monday, and it was a success in just about every regard except in terms of one of its secondary missions, which was an attempt to catch the two fairing halves that together cover the payload as the rocket ascends to space. SpaceX has been trying to catch these with ships at sea equipped with large nets, and it caught one previously. It'll keep trying, just like it did with rocket booster landings, and could save up to $6 million per launch once it gets the process right. Europe launched a planet watcher. The European Space Agency also launched a rocket this week, a Soyuz carrying a new satellite that will observe exoplanets, planets outside our solar system, from orbit. It'll be able to assess their density from that vantage point, giving us valuable new info about the potential habitability of distant heavenly bodies. Apple might enter the satellite constellation game. Apple apparently has its own team internally working on satellite communication technologies. 
This effort may or may not involve the iPhone maker actually developing its own spacecraft. But it seems like the overall goal is to develop its own direct wireless communication network to work with iPhones and other Apple hardware. Amazon is opening a dedicated HQ for its satellite business. Meanwhile, Amazon's own satellite business is a known quantity called Project Kuiper, and the company is going to double down on its investment next year with a new dedicated space for Kuiper's R&D and prototype manufacturing. Eventually, Kuiper will be a constellation of low-Earth orbit satellites providing broadband to underserved and unserved areas of the globe. Rocket Lab is already working on its third launch pad. Rocket Lab will be opening a third launch pad, the company announced, just after declaring its second in Virginia this month. The third launch site will be at the same spot as its first on the Mahia Peninsula in northern New Zealand. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.